step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. And good morning, everybody, and we welcome you to the show on KOA News Radio. Logan Lewis with you. We're back at it. 9.08 on a, uh, I don't know if I'd call it beautiful, sun trying to pop out here in Denver. Still uh, still a tad bit chilly. Dave Logan, Rick Lewis, Kathy Lee, Millennial Grant uh, here as well. Morning, crew. Good morning, Dave. How you doing? Morning, Dave. Morning, guys. I, evidently, Rick, and of course, we we've told the audience this week I'm working remotely, but um, I'm I'm doing better than you because I just had a startling report that you had once again, and I'm not in the studio today. You had trouble <laughs> actually logging on to your email. Uh, Into the system. Is that a fact? Um, is that a fact? Yes. Yeah, no, yeah, I had, I don't know what I had on my screen. What was, what was that, Kathy? You had the log. I had the log, whatever that the is. The KOA log on his screen. Yeah, yeah, so Kathy bailed me out. Is this not, and again, is it, I, I won't belabor this point, but <laughs> is it not sufficiently been established now as to who is better in, in terms of the IT world between me and you? Well, I'll tell you what, Kathy had time to bail me out since you're not here and she doesn't go after to make your coffee. <laughs> Uh, it gave her just a couple extra minutes, right? Touche. <laughs> you know what? Well played. Well played. All I'm I, saying is that I'm the best person here. Yes. You're the if MVP. We, there's yes. no doubt. If we were describing, if I was describing a, 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 a uh, boxing match there, I, it would be Rick Lewis on the ropes. Knockout. Now with a nice counterattack. <laughs> left hook to the ribs of Logan. Backs up the uh, he comes big challenger. Swinging. Yeah. yeah. We already established that I'm at the top, then it's Millennial Grant, and then you guys are pretty much tied at there. No, wait, no, listen, listen, we're not, we're not tied, in, we're not tied in that. There may be a few things we are tied in, but IT prowess is not one of them. Well, I can, okay. I can log on my own computer. What about the coffee machine? Uh, take that up with Grant. Yeah. If you would. So the coffee machine—that's much more difficult to manage yeah. than the computers here. Okay, Dave. Sure. Yeah. Oh gosh. It's like—it's a weird thing. It's like the coffee machine has a mind of its own for Dave. Mm. Well, in fairness, 
there have been plenty of days that <laughs> Millennial Grant could not figure yeah, out the coffee it's, it's machine better either. me a time or two as well. That's yes. true. Yes, absolutely. So we got a lot of things to talk about today. Um, gosh, I, I'm just so very happy to be able to announce this. Um, he says sarcastically, the Rockies have won two in a row. I know. I didn't even know they were playing last night. With the weather, I was, I was shocked and it was that, snowing that they played night. that game. Yeah. Yeah. And so I didn't even turn it on. Yeah, they, they won beat, the game. Beat the Astros, 6-3. Yep. to three. That's two consecutive wins over the Astros. Austin Gomber got the win. He's, um, he's one of the players and probably the marquee player that the Rockies acquired in that trade with uh, St. Louis with Nolan Arenado. But Gomber got his uh, first win of the season. Look. I thought he looked pretty good, to tell you the truth. So, we'll see. Nuggets uh, Nuggets won another one. Another nail-biter. 106-105, they beat the Blazers. I, I would like to think that the way Nicole Jokic continues to play and basically has played the entire year, that he remains the odds-on favorite for the MVP. And we talked about this a little bit. He had 25 points last night, 9 rebounds, 5 assists. I mean, if there ever is a year that Jokic is the MVP, it's this year. But uh, the Joel Embiid sort of uh, train with respect to how much attention the Philadelphia 76ers center gets continues to move ahead. He's, he's a great player, but to me, he's not had a better season than Jokic. So I, I certainly hope uh, voters recognize that and I hope Jokic is the MVP ultimately. And worth noting, the Nuggets are undefeated since Jamal Murray went down. Huh. How about that? I'm not sure what to make of that. I mean, they've, they've played tight games, but they've managed to find ways to win. So I, I thought it was interesting that uh, Aaron Gordon, who they recently acquired, and that, that was a big deal. That was before Murray's season-ending ACL injury. But Aaron Gordon said even after the injury, as great as – and I'm paraphrasing, but as great as Jamal Murray is, he still thinks they can make a deep, deep run at this thing. So we'll find out. Yeah, I'm starting to think that as well. Hmm. Yeah. Something notable as well that I saw here today, and we could see this coming, Dave. The uh, L.A. Dodgers offering a fully vaccinated fan section for the game Saturday against the Padres, according to the L.A. Times. So I think you're going to see more of this where they're going to say, hey, if you're vaccinated, you can come. If you're not, maybe not. Um, right now, 200 million people in the country have been have been vaccinated. I think you'll start seeing this probably with concerts as well. Show your card. You can get in. No card. Sorry. Hmm. Well, I'm not sure how I feel about that. I. Yeah, um, I, I'm with I you know. on that. I'm not know. sure either. I don't know if I like it. Because there are obviously people that are, are either afraid of the vaccine or are they're they, just opposed to it in general. Or they can't general. get it because of certain reasons that they're allergic to something. Or, you know, I just, I don't think I like that, that you have to have a vaccine card to get into certain things. I think it should be a personal choice and you shouldn't have to be, prove it that you can get into a thing because you decided it, you know? I don't know about that. I think it's taking away your freedom on that. Did that say... Does that say when when something like that might be implemented? Are we talking about this fall or when? The uh, the the having a card to be able to get in somewhere. Yeah. yeah, I no, I haven't seen a timeline on it. But this is the first time I've seen uh, a major event where if 
you have a vaccine and you have the card and prove it, uh, you you can come in and sit in this certain section of the stadium. Oh, it's just one section. It's one section. But not the whole stadium. Fully vaccinated fan section. Does that so mean you have to wear a mask? Making it uh, enabling those who would feel more comfortable to be near other people who they know have been vaccinated. Yeah, I guess so. And maybe they'd be wearing masks anyway. I don't know. Hmm. Although some people say, what's the point if you get vaccinated? What's the point of wearing a mask? I know there's that out there, too. See, I, I, I have a hard time understanding that as well. Not, not to turn this again. We've talked so much about the, the pandemic and COVID-19 and the masks and businesses being shut down. And we, we've talked about that for the last, whatever, 14 months. Um, but, but I have a hard time figuring out, listen, if you get the vaccine, why do you need to wear a mask? What, what, and, and I'm asking that not to be argumentative. I'm just asking so I can figure out the answer. So anybody else out there, if, you, if you've taken the vaccine, which they now say what, what, that... Uh, 200 the, the, million doses. To, okay, 200 million doses. You've taken the vaccine. The whole idea with taking the vaccine is to prevent you from catching COVID-19, right? And they say, statistically speaking, that it's you know a smart thing to do. So if you've taken it, why do you need to continue wearing a mask? Well, that's that's a, a great question. Uh, and when Dr. Fauci said that a couple of weeks ago, a lot of heads exploded like, OK, so why am I taking so the what's vaccine? the point yeah. here? Right. Uh, and I, I did see something somewhere where I think the number was six thousand people got covid after being vaccinated. And so if you look at six thousand and Dave, you're better at math than me uh, and, and divide that into 200 million your chances are extremely rare yeah. of getting it. Yeah. I mean, it's so I guess it comes down to how much risk are you willing to take in life? Uh, you probably have a, a better chance of, of getting in a bad car accident than getting COVID after being vaccinated. So if, if you're one of those people that you want to make sure there's zero chance, you might not ever leave your house again. Well, there's not zero chance in anything. Is no, there? no, there's not no, in life. No. Huh. All right. 303-713-8585. Text line is 56690 from the 970216. Do we need to start a GoFundMe page to get you all a new coffee machine? <laughs> okay. Right. I don't think it's the machine because it works just fine when I touch it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hey, I saw yeah. you have to clean that thing out the other day. I did day. have to clean it out for you too. Who doesn't <laughs> don't realize that you have to clean the coffee machine? And yeah, by Grant. the way, going back to why uh, people are still wearing a mask after they have the vaccine, Marty Lenz from Colorado Morning News came in, popped his head in, and also Dr. Susan, who Dave, she said you would remember her from the days back yes. at the sports zoo. Doc um, Susan, you can still asymptomatically spread. COVID, I guess, even if you've been vaccinated, you won't get the symptoms, but you can spread the to virus people. to other oh, people okay. who have not been vaccinated. That makes sense. But what are well, the then, chances? Then, then, yeah, my, my, you know, my, my point now would be, if, that, if that's the case, <clears throat> I mean, when they, vac- when they vaccinate you for, for other maladies, mm-hmm. does that not 
diminish the ability for you to get somebody else sick? I or am I am I just looking at this the wrong way? Well, you when you have chicken pox, right? You don't get anybody sick sick until you can't spread it till your chicken pox show up. It's but not, a, after you get vaccinated, can you spread chicken pox? No, because you could because you won't get chicken pox. So well, th- th- this could be I the first time. It, point. It, this could be the first time in history where people get vaccinated and can still, and still live like they're sick. Well, because other other things that you say, Dave, like when you that you get vaccinated for, you can't spread it when you're vaccinated. But this is how do we know? Well, you get a flu vaccine. Do you do you think you spread the flu? You think you're good, right? Well, Well, you can still get the flu, right? You can because that that vaccine isn't uh, as effective yeah. as the COVID vaccine, which is ninety five percent effective. Mm. So we we just had a text that uh, that sort of identifies what we're talking about. Seven zero three three eight nine. The vaccine lowers the risk of you getting sick from the virus, but you can still spread it. The mask limits you from spreading it to others. Well, if that's the case. And again, I'm not being argumentative. I'm just trying to wrap my head around this. If that's the case, we're going to be wearing masks forever. Probably the rest of our lives. Yeah. If that is the case, we will be wearing masks the rest of our lives because there will always be that minuscule percentage out there. This virus is not going away. It's just being mitigated with the vaccine. So, yeah, that's. I think you're right about that, Dave. We had a texter that did the math formula rick that you were asking about 303-877 that would be 0.3 percent okay is that right i don't know you balance your checkbook no (laughs) i'm just asking i I don't no actually i don't no doesn't your your account just kind of do that for you balance when do you when do you stop balancing your checkbook when you have enough money in it that you just don't have to do it i don't write many checks Honestly, yeah, but money comes out of your checking account. Yeah, right? all you do is go on your, uh, you know, your bank website. Dave, do you uh, do you use a, the bank website to pay your bills? <laughs> Don't be Dave? funny with me, Rick. Or are okay, you a check writer guy? You know, I, re- I reject that tone. <laughs> um, no, I, I I bank with First Bank, efirstbank.com. Right. You I do, do my okay. banking All right, good. So Absolutely. yeah, that's... you're proud of me, aren't you? I am very proud. Welcome of you. to yeah. the 21st century. Yeah, thank you. Thank you says the man that can't log on his own computer. Um, 720-290. The flu is not going away either. I'm not trying to be facetious. I'm just saying. Yeah. 719-688. We will continue to live this way with masks until the public gets tired of it. I will not wear a mask the rest of my life. Yeah. 720-907. Yes, Dave, the vaccine does, all caps, dramatically reduce transmission to others. That's exactly why it's crucial to get people vaccinated. Okay. But, hey, let's face it, not everybody's going to get vaccinated, right? There's no well, way No. There's, there's no way 100% no. of the world population is going to get vaccinated. So that means there will be a certain percentage, whatever it is, that will not be vaccinated, which means there's still the risk of spreading the virus, which means, yes, Dave, we will be wearing masks the rest of our lives. I mean, seriously, if we sat here today in late April and we had to pick a date that they, they, they being the CDC or whomever says, listen, 
we can we can stop wearing masks. I mean, please be careful. Don't walk by somebody and cough in their foot. I mean, just, you know, reasonable things. But when they say masks are no longer needed, when do we think that is? I don't think it'll no longer be mandatory, right? At some point this summer, they won't be mandatory. It'll be go by businesses and different people. I don't think you can make people wear them everywhere like they do right now. 720217, you won't have to wear masks the rest of our lives just until herd immunity and the virus stops spreading. Yeah, but when's that going to be? Well, that's what I mean. That's my question, I guess. <laughs> but you, but there are some states right now where masks are not required. Right. When I was, right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I don't think it's going to be required. I think it's going to be depending upon business. State to state. Yeah. yeah. State to state, business to business. This texter, I mean, I, I, I sort of agree with this, 970485, but once everybody has had the chance to get the vaccine then it's their fault if they get it by people who are vaccinated spreading it. Okay. Good point. I mean, I think we have to accept personal responsibility. That'd be a novel idea. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, uh, let's see. 303-512, hi, all. Your chance of surviving the virus if you get it is approximately 99% and then three exclamation points. Why would you get the vaccine? Okay, there's still people out there that um, that I think would would agree with that. At least some. I don't think there's a lot, but it, some. Seven two zero three three nine. Fifty percent of the country will wear masks. Uh, indefinitely. Indefinitely until Fauci and the CDC overlords direct them to go maskless. Three zero three eight eight six. There's no mask mandate in Florida or Texas, and they haven't had a spike. I'm not sure if that's true or not, but I haven't heard that they have. And then that texture goes on to say it's time to move to a free state. <laughs> oh, yeah. That might mind. <laughs> My uh, computer refreshed. I didn't catch that part. 970227. The texture is correct. 6,000 infections divided by... 2 million vaccinations is a 0.3 infection rate. So yeah, in essence, three-tenths of a percent. And so like I, I said, if if some people won't take any risk until that is zero or 0.000000, you probably aren't willing to leave your house then because it'll never get there. Or you can wear a mask if you want. I mean, the Asians have been wearing masks forever that you you know not all of them but you see certain ones that wear it have been wearing them on planes and pl- different places that we've seen so if you want to wear a mask wear a mask once it goes away right hmm, yeah it's your choice rick and i were not going to bring that up but, but <laughs> in the studio we, he and i we've had many conversations about that walking out after the show about why is kathy always wear a mask well you know but you know i'll say this in january of last year i was in palm springs and i we were laughing at a bunch of Asians that were at the shopping center wearing masks, right? This is before right. it was really where masks were mandated and COVID was really a thing. And by the way, this is the Asian on the show yes, talking. Yes, the Asian. Okay. So yeah. we were in Palm Springs and they're all wearing masks <laughs> and some of them were wearing gloves. And I'm like, what the heck? Because it wasn't a thing yet. It was January. Right. And then I thought to myself after they're like, this is the most contagious thing. Wow, they actually knew something that was going on. But, you know, I've always seen a- certain Asian people on planes wearing masks. Is that because of all the way back to SARS? When did that start? 
I don't know, but they've been doing, I mean, maybe they just have dealt with it for so long that they've been doing and that's kind of their thing. Seems like most of the viruses come out of that part of the world. Yes. These type of viruses. Do you, do you know anybody that you could call in South Korea? I mean, I'm just asking. Yeah, I have relatives. Would you like to talk to them? No, oh. because I mean, unless they speak English, I mean, Rick and I are of no no value in this conversation. But you could you could ask one of your older relatives, like when when did it become sort of the thing for to wear a mask? The Asian community to wear masks. I'm I'm guessing it has something to do with SARS. I'm gonna ask my, all my cousins who've lived in Korea. Would when is it's the when was it the thing? Because I don't yeah. know if it's that way in Korea or if it's that way in China. You know, I'm not sure since I haven't yep. been over there yet. I'll find out. I'll get 926 back to you. our time. Uh, contact number is 303-713-8585. Texas, if you'd like to, 56690. We say good morning. Dave, Rick, and Kathy on KOA News Radio. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. We talked about Glenn Campbell mm. a couple of weeks ago, I think. Would have been his birthday today. How long has Glenn Campbell's been gone for, for quite a while, right? Since 2017. Four years. Yeah, he had dementia, I guess bad dementia, for the last several years of his life. So it does seem like he's been gone longer than 2017. Oh, by the way, uh, we had a couple callers call in about our math, math on the 6,000 and the 2 million. And right, that yeah, percentage so, is not 0.3, it's 0.003. So, no, yeah, I think it's more than, it's more more than, than two zeros, isn't it? Four zeros and a three. So, yeah, there's been 200 million vaccines and 6,000. No, not 6,000. Yeah, 6, yeah, they're reporting 6,000 people have got COVID after being vaccinated. So your chances of getting it after being vaccinated, 0. 0.00003. Wow. So you've probably got a, a better chance of getting hit by a, a meteor. <laughs> a meteor? I don't know. I'd have to look that up. I don't know what the odds the last are. time that happened. No, I'm, just, I'm exaggerating, I admit. Yeah, a meteor. Who, has For, anyone ever gotten hit by a meteor? I'm sure somebody had. I did. <laughs> yeah. It was back in 1980. And we're getting a lot of texts that say that the reason why Asians wear masks early on was because of pollution. Right. That, that meteor sense. was disguised. It was in a Pittsburgh Steeler helmet. <laughs> uh, 303, before we get back to the phone lines and they are full, 303-709, if the vast majority of the population got the vaccine, we would no longer have widespread transmission of the virus. We don't worry about polio anymore because everybody did their part because this has become a partisan issue rather than, quote, an American issue. We will continue to struggle with this. Almost 600,000 Americans have died. Get the vaccine and put this behind us. All right. uh, by the way, the odds of being struck in a given year by lightning are one in a million. 
So you have a better chance of being struck by lightning than getting COVID after being vaccinated. Jeez. So I would say no, that's a, it's a pretty good number. Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. 310-626. The reason they are still recommending that you were you wear masks after you're fully vaccinated is due to a flaw in the original studies. They did not randomly test people for COVID during the vaccination trials to know if they were testing positive. They only tested people if they were symptomatic. Thus, they don't know if you can asymptomatically spread the virus. Yeah, I think that's probably correct from what I've read. Yeah. Hmm. All right, 303-713-8585 is the number. And uh, we're going to go to the phone lines now and talk to Don on KOA News Radio. Good morning, Don. How are you? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Love your show. Thank you. First of all, I'm not an epidemiologist. I'm a urologist. So just to Mike Rosen, you tell you where I stand before I tell you where I sit. Of course. The idea of vaccinations is not for the individual. It's for the herd. It's for the population. So when people talk about their personal risk, that's what we want to think about. But the whole idea is to is to manage public health through these vaccination protocols and, and programs. Vaccinations don't stop you from getting the disease. In fact, that 6,000 number is ludicrous because you get the disease, you just fight it off before you get very symptomatic. That's the whole idea of the vaccine. You get your shot, you get exposed to the disease, you actually get it, but your immune system fights it off before you have too many symptoms and also hopefully before you can spread the virus. The recent CDC report shows that some recent testings shows that the viral load in people that have the vaccine is a lot lower than people who haven't had the vaccine, but they still have it. So it's still transmissible, but not to such a large degree. So that's why they want people to wear masks is because you can still spread the disease, but not as likely. So it's a, it's a reasonable thing to wear the mask, in my opinion, um, as a physician, um, until we get more people that, that, that herd immunity level, actually. So let, let me jump in, uh, because your, your comment, I think, is, is well taken, but it begs the question, and again, to state, you're not an epidemiologist, but you're a urologist, but you're a doctor. So, I mean, if you were trying to forecast, as best we know, sitting here today in late April, how long in your mind, will, let's just say this country, Americans, need to wear a mask, even for those that have been fully vaccinated? Uh, Dave, I really wish I could answer that with any degree of certainty, uh, but that's, that's outside of my expertise. But my heart tells me I'm hoping by midsummer. Maybe that's because I really want to go to the All-Star game. <laughs> right. But it's, uh, I'm thinking by midsummer when we have reached that greater than 70% herd immunity. And the whole idea with the herd immunity is the disease can still exist, but it kind of fizzles out. And therefore, if it's not as transmissible because it's not located in so many places, then it just fizzles out like a fuse on a bad piece of dynamite. All right, Don, thanks for the call. We appreciate that. So maybe by, what do you say, late summer, all-star game time? 
Yeah, I've always thought that, to me, in my head, and I'm no doctor, but I love playing one on the radio, uh, amateur epidemiologist, I, I, I'm thinking by June. I'm thinking by June, we're, this is going to be behind us, for sure. Will it still be around? Yes. And it may be around for the rest of our lives, to some extent. But I'll say this, I mean, people are not going to feel, some people, there, there will be a certain segment of our population that will not feel comfortable until somebody like Dr. Fauci stands up in front of a bank of microphones and states, okay, I think we have established herd immunity, here's why. I think at this point we would urge people to be careful, but we also believe at this point it is fair for you not to feel like you have to wear masks all the time. And then, of course, they'll give the obligatory qualifiers, which you know basically say, you know, unless you're walking outside and there's a group of people and they're all that stuff. But until until somebody like a Dr. Fauci will stand up and do that, um, I, I don't. I think people are going to be wearing masks indefinitely. Yeah, I'm with you, uh, and and. There's risk in everything in life. At some point, you have to decide if you're willing to take that risk. You know, and some people still aren't. You know, there's some people that are still, they're still home. They're not going anywhere. They're not traveling. They're not doing anything. They're not working outside the house. So it's up to you. It's personal choice. But you're right about Dr. Fauci, Dave. And I think the problem with Dr. Fauci is that... Dr. Fauci uh, has become a a political figure, which means now half the people like him and half the people don't. Half the people trust him, half the people don't. And so I've said this before. I, I think Dr. Fauci needs to step down and put somebody fresh up there that doesn't have the baggage and let that person be you know, the face man or woman uh, it, it relaying this type of information to the public. Because Dr. Fauci's got a lot of baggage, and he's been around a long time. He seems like a really nice guy. He's like 80 years old. I think it's time for someone else to, to pick up that torch. Here's an interesting text, 303-828. Dr. Fauci's in big trouble. Why don't you talk about what's going on with him? What, what have I missed? I, I don't know. All right, so 303-828. Why don't you call in and yeah. tell us, tell us uh, what we've missed there? I mean, it's, uh, you know, I guess that's possible we've missed something. Uh, 720-320, Denver lifted the mask mandate for being outdoors. Yeah, well, I don't know. When did that happen? I thought thought it was last Friday. Was it? Okay, yeah. I mean, I I think it was last Friday. We get back to phone lines quickly, Ten, uh, actually 9.50 on KOA News Radio, and Joni... Uh, joins us next with Dave Logan, Rick Lewis, and Kathy Lee. Morning, Joni. Well, hi, guys. Long time no talk. Hi, Joni. Hey, Joni. So, hey, nice to see you guys, uh, Dave, my good buddy. You as Rick well. and Kathy. Thank you. Um, I'm just going to put a challenge out there. Come on, you macho boys. If you want to date me, you're going to have to show a card that's got two coronavirus uh, vaccines. <laughs> it's a PSA. <laughs> huh. Huh. So you're you're gonna you're gonna put anyway. that part of your dating profile, Joni? Oh heck yes, actually. If I'm gonna get snuggly, you know what I mean? I mean, come on, really, you know? Um, but anyways, Dave and, and you guys, 
you know, it's it really has been a long time. I have been quarantining in a bunker underneath Denver International Airport for the last year and a half. Hmm. So I'm safe. I'm a good candidate to date. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, wow. Yeah. Joni. All right, all right Joni. The dating you. game. Thank you, Joni. Hosted yeah. by Dave Logan, Rick Lewis, and Kathy Lee. Apparently so. Yeah. <laughs> if you like da- uh, Joni's information, contact us. No, I mean, jo- Joni's, uh, Joni's been been a good caller, a good fan of the show for a long time. So that that's interesting, though. Yeah. You know, I wonder if some people will follow suit with what Joni said. Maybe. You know, another thing that I've been reading about is uh, there's a black market, I guess, for fake vaccine cards now. Come no on. Yeah, like a fake driver's license. You can get these now as well. So well, they were that's say- a whole other thing. Yeah, because they were saying not to put your vaccine card on social media because yep, people were yep. doing that. Yep. Here's an interesting question, and I, I completely understand this. Point of view from the nine seven zero three zero five. My question is: Where's the biggest inconvenience that require masks to be worn? Is it just the people don't want to be told they have to wear it? Truly, is an inconvenience for them to wear? Question mark. Hmm. Uh, I, think, I, I think a I think, lot of it yeah. is. Yeah, that's exactly what it yeah, is. I think it is. I think it's a freedom issue for some people, and for some people, uh, they do have trouble breathing in one, which prohibits them from doing certain things that they like to do. Uh, there's that as well. But I think for the most part, it's a freedom issue for people. Mm. Back to the phone lines we go. We're going to talk next with Josh on KOA News Radio. Good morning, Josh. Hey, morning. Um, you guys made another math error this morning. You said the odds of getting struck by lightning are one in a million, and that translates to 200 and 200 million. If you equate it to the COVID vaccines and the odds of getting COVID again after getting the vaccine, it's 30 times more likely than getting struck by lightning. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, the odds of being struck in a given year closer, it says one in 1,222,000. For lightning? And that's in any given year. Yeah. Yeah. And so the odds of there's been 6,000... 6,000 people have gotten COVID after being vaccinated. Yeah. How many people have been vaccinated? It's not 200 million people have been vaccinated. It's 200 million doses. We don't know how many people that translates into, but 6,000 into 200 million. If you, you know, a million cases, like one in one million of getting struck by lightning is 200 and 200 million. First of all, Josh, I'm just proud that you actually took the time to pull the calculator out and try to figure this, you know, Figure out what well, we're talking my about. Head. I was I was driving, and it was just I just did it in my head real quick while I was driving. Really, impressive. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thank well, you. thanks. Thank you, Josh. Yeah. Come on, Rick. Math. You know, math. I got to admit, not my best loud. subject. Right. Not my best subject, Dave. I still don't know what what Josh actually said. <laughs> he said, he <laughs> said you were wrong in saying that you have a better chance to be struck by lightning than to catch COVID. He said the percentage that Rick said. So quickly, I know we've got to go to the top of the hour news, but so Rick, your information has you you like the likelihood of being struck by lightning one at a in every one point two million in any given year. Any given year, yeah. One um, in one point two million. So let's just say that let's take the point two off. So you got one in a million, and I think that's what he just did. Yeah, yes. he rounded it down. 
Okay. Yeah. So right now, how many people do we So we at 200 million vaccines, that would be 200 then. That's correct. Being struck by lightning. Right. Yeah. And 6,000 people got the virus after being vaccinated. Right. And one thing to keep in mind, too, about when they say got the virus, what does that mean? Were they sick? Uh, were they symptomatic? Were they capable of spreading it? I don't know. Yeah, the, the, I, I don't think they know either. Yeah. No, no. All right, 10, uh, excuse me, 9.56 is the time, just in front of 10 o'clock. News is coming up next. Good to have you with us, and we say good morning on KOA News Radio. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So we just wrap up the live press conference today uh, in Boulder with respect to uh, what happened not that long ago in, in King Supers. Some interesting uh, developments there in terms of how they are laying this all out and the evidence that uh, they've been able to um, uncover. Next court date, May 25th. So we will uh, we'll keep you posted. It's just such an, an awful story. We remember the three of us uh, covering, you know, our show that day and the days after. And it's just, you know, sometimes there's just, there's no way to explain what possibly somebody could have been thinking. I mean, there, there are just people that are, whether you want to say they're mentally ill or they're deranged or what have, they have no regard for life. I mean, there, there could be a lot of things, but just no, there's no explanation to, uh, to come up with in terms of what, what happened in Boulder. Yeah, and what he just said at the end there about uh, Officer Tally was killed within seconds of entering the store. Yep. Um, really got I my not attention. Heard that. I had yeah. not heard that before. No, me neither. Um, and he, a father of seven, yeah, just heartbreaking mm. for all you of know, the victims. Yeah, there, there, there's so many things going on in our country, and we've, we've talked about a lot of those over the last uh, – year or year and a half and even well before that um and there there are some there are some very problematic things that have happened uh in our country but i will say this i think we're all we're all proponents of the police the good cops there are so many good cops out there that literally risk their lives every single day and we we talk about officer tally who goes sprinting in the king supers with a madman with an automatic weapon and loses his life in trying to protect others. It's just, you know, when you stop and think about what, what goes on, and, and, and I'm speaking of, of good cops. I mean, lion's share of cops are good people. They have families. Again, I have a brother-in-law who works for the Denver Police Department. Um, I mean, these, these people put their lives on the line every single minute. And... Um, you know, unfortunately, in this case, here's here's Officer Talley trying to trying to do the best thing he can do, trying to to run into danger, and it cost him his life.
Amen to that. Yeah, he certainly was one of the good ones. And yep, uh, man, that's that's heartbreaking. Just hearing that at the end, he sounds like he didn't even have a chance to uh, even assess the situation. Yep. But that's what that's what he did. You know, talk about courage. Wow. No doubt about that. 1025 is our time. 303-713-8585. Our contact number 566-90 on the text line. Dave Logan, Rick Lewis, and Kathy Lee. This is KOA News Radio. Welcome back, 1039 on KOA News Radio. Beside Rick Lewis and Kathy Lee, I'm Dave Logan. Significance here, Millennial Grant? Peter Frampton's birthday today, who started out with Humble Pie. He is 71 today. Do you think in the beginning of that song they meant to keep that where they're just kind of harmonizing and then they start laughing? Yeah, they were just messing around in the studio and then when they listened back they thought, you know, this sounds kind of cool, let's put it on the record. songs keep stuff like that in there. I'd forgotten that Peter Frampton was with Humble Pie. And he was really young. I think he was probably 16 or 17. He was very young when he joined the band. Wow. And then also on this date uh, for Peter Frampton, 1976, he was on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine. And that was from the Frampton Comes Alive album that was a monster. Mm. That was one of those albums that everybody had. So he was in his early 20s when he did the Frampton Comes Alive? Yeah, what would that be, 76? So That's 45 um, years ago. Yeah. So he was 18 when he joined Humble Pie with Steve Marriott. How how old is he now? 71? 71. So he was 26. But he was in a band with David Bowie when he was 12. When he was 12? Yeah. Yeah, he was a prodigy. It was a band called Little Ravens. David Bowie was three three years older. And Frampton's father was David Bowie's art instructor. And that's how they met. Wait a minute. Peter Frampton was 12 and David Bowie was 15 and they were in a band together? called the Little Ravens. Pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So Peter and David would spend lunch breaks together playing Buddy Holly songs. Imagine that, those two as little kids. Yeah, they must have grown up together. So where'd they grow up? Um, where is it? In England? Kent, England? Beckenham, Kent, UK. I like Peter Frampton. We've had him on our Fox Morning Show many, many times. He's a really good dude. Uh, And he's come in studio and played for us. Uh, He sounds just as good live as he does on record. Been one of my favorites since Frampton comes alive. Yeah. Since he taught himself how to play guitar, he found a banjo in the attic and taught himself and piano, and then finally started taking classical music lessons at eight. So did he always, I mean, how long did he live in England? I think he still still lives there. there. No, I don't think he lives there. You don't think so? No. He's in L.A. now. Yeah, for a while he lived in Cincinnati because he married a, a woman who was from Cincinnati and he moved there. 
But then they got divorced, and then I think he got married again. I don't. Uh, he probably lived somewhere here. You in think the there States. was a bit of culture shock him growing up in England, then in L.A., and then moving to Cincinnati? Yes, I do. Having <laughs> lived in Cincinnati, yes, yes, absolutely. Especially a rock star. How many rock stars live in Cincinnati? He was probably the only one. It says that Frampton became a citizen after the September 11th attacks for his reason to become a citizen so he could vote. Okay, nice. He lives in Nashville, according to a texter from the 719. Indian Hill, Ohio is where he lived, Rick. Yep. You know where that is, Rick? Absolutely. I was right next to where I lived. I mean, it was probably... I could probably walk to Indian Hill. <laughs> there you so at this point on, we can we can say that Rick, Rick Lewis was the uh, was the neighbor of Peter Frampton. Yeah, uh, yeah, we could go with that. <laughs> Absolutely, we could go with that. Indian Hill was a really nice part of Cincinnati, uh, in the suburbs, the northeastern suburbs. In fact, uh, Indian Hill High School was in the league that I played in. That we played them in all the sports, and I had a lot of friends in Indian Hill. Yeah, I, and I just I still can't imagine a rock star living there. I wonder if Peter Frampton played sports at all. Was he strictly music? Very Probably small. Music He's a really small guy. He has n- there was nothing in his bio of sports. It starts music since he was seven. Dave, Rick, and Kathy on KOA News Radio Millennial Grant here as well. Ten forty three is our time. Uh, thought this was an interesting. Note today, I saw this Chipotle, their year to year revenue in Q1, quarter one, increased by over 23%. But here, here's what I found to be interesting digital sales for Chipotle in Q1, year to year, grew 134% and now account for over half. I could see that. Chipotle's total sales, digital sales. Yeah, so you order from your phone and then you pick it up. Yep. And you remember, it was a couple of years ago when, when people were getting sick eating there? Yes. It, that, yes. That really hurt their business. Their business took a big hit, and, it, and obviously it's come back now, but it was down for a while after that. They had to rebrand they did. themselves. Remember that? Yes. Yeah, I don't know what year that was, but they they seemed like they may have been in a bit of trouble after that had happened, but obviously they've made a nice comeback. 2015. October 2015 is when it started. So almost six years ago. I got to tell you, I mean, I, I've always liked Chipotle. And it was it started in Boston. They said more than 120 Boston college students became ill after eating at one particular Chipotle. They started here in Denver. Yep. The the Chipotle brand started here. On DU's campus was their first I, store. I, and I've been there when it first when they first opened I up. I like illegal illegal Pete's better. I've never been there. Oh man. I like illegal, I like illegal Pete's, Pete's too. As well. Yeah. Uh, you I know do. what? I like uh Qdoba too. I like Qdoba too. I'd never had it until I moved out here and it is good. It's like a, a fancier version of Taco Bell kinda. What? A what? Qdoba. You'd think so? A it's fancier yeah. version of Taco no, Qdoba Bell. Qdoba and Chipotle are exactly the same. No. You just went hillbilly on us. <laughs> <laughs> Qdoba. 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 It's very, Qdoba. I, very similar to Chipotle. It's supposed yeah. to be the exact same thing, really. I think they started here, too. Really? Yeah. Qdoba? Yep. Yes. Yep. You could look oh. it up. I believe that, that brand also started here. Yep. 
Rick and Kathy and, and, and I have discussed this grant, and for Christmas, we're going to get you a giant gift certificate to Qdoba. Yeah, exactly. You know? For life. So You get yeah, life, life every life. day for life. Rem- yeah. Okay, so this is where Qdoba came from. Do you remember Zteca? Yes. So it was Zuma Fresh Mexican Grill, then became Zteca in 97, and then Qdoba in 1999. And we just had a caller say that uh, originally it was a partner with Chipotle. They were both partners, and then one of them branched off and started those companies you just mentioned that turned into... You're right. How do you say it? Qdoba. 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 I can't... You can take the boy out of the country, but... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to the phone lines. 303-713-8585. We go to Robert next on KOA News Radio. Good morning, Robert. How are you? Good morning. Great. How are you? We're great. Hello? Yes. Yeah, we're great. Go ahead. Can you hear? Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Yes, yes. I'm sorry. Um, hi, I was just wanting to comment on the whole mask situation, if mm-hmm. it's if we're still there. Sure. Um, I believe the days of the only thing we have to fear is fear itself are gone. If, if you know what I mean. Like the old famous dead dude once said. So um, you're, you're saying people that people are afraid of everything now. That's what it would, uh, in my humble opinion, that is what it seems to be, uh, especially with the masks. When I look at the masks, I wear them. Obviously, I have to in a lot of places, but um, I wear them out of respect for the government, for uh, other people that may want me to wear them. But I also look at them and, and see them as a as a, a tool for, for fear or, or something to hide behind, something to make other people hide behind um, or, you know, I guess if I'm explaining that. Um, intelligently, um, but I don't believe that things are going to get any uh, better uh, with the whole um, getting getting the shot, keeping the masks, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I just don't think – I think fear has settled in a little bit too deeply, and uh, the decisions um, for – the masks and uh, and the shots are going to be just too grounded in fear. Yeah, interesting. I th- I think unfortunately these yahoos have turned this this uh, pandemic into more of a political uh, volleyball than uh, a medical one. It, does, it I mean, it, when I say it doesn't make sense, I mean we've all we've all been here the last 15 months we've seen what's happened i mean the pandemic is is real the virus is real but now you know people unfortunately i think based on their political views they now make decisions as to whether or not they a want to wear a mask or b will consider getting vaccinated um you know that 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 sort of thinking doesn't make a hell of a lot of sense to me we can all believe in conspiracy theories we can all believe that we are being fed uh, certain information that is not accurate. I think I think a lot of people would agree on that. I mean, I certainly would. But still, I think in order to get past this pandemic as best we can, um, I mean, I, I you know I I wear a mask when I'm out in public. It's not that big a deal for me. I, I don't feel like I'm losing my 
my personal rights. I think it's right now the right thing to do. We, we are just talking about when, when will we be to the point that we can, we can stop doing that? When, can we, when will we get to the point that we feel comfortable enough that the pandemic is under control? And I guess that, that requires herd immunity and more people in the country being vaccinated. Now, I agree with the caller. I, I think as a society, we are way more fearful than we were uh, than previous generations. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think each generation gets more fearful, softer. Um, it, it, we're definitely softer. Well, yes. And that's that's been happening for a long time. But there's uh, there's risk everywhere in life. And part of part of the uh, I guess the the media message during the pandemic was to scare the crap out of everybody. Uh, and it did about, about the virus. And, and so I think that that's playing a part as well, that there are still people that are really afraid uh, to do anything regarding the virus. Uh, we, you know, we, we worked outside the studio or outside the home every day uh, during the virus. So I think if you were one of those people that worked from home, uh, never ventured out too far, uh, you may be having some sort of phobia right now. Like, I'm not sure, even though I'm vaccinated, I'm not sure if I should get out there. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that's been media driven. We're going to hop back to the phone lines. John joins us on KOA News Radio 1051 on this Thursday. Morning, John. Morning, boys. I haven't called in a while because, as you can tell, I have no voice, but um, Bob uh, Mayo was Peter Frampton's keyboard player. He was a childhood friend of mine back in Bronxville, New York, where uh, Goodell is. And uh, Bob went from very protective to playing a sold-out Dodger Stadium in a year and a half. And uh, about a month ago, you guys were talking about the biggest-selling live album ever. And that, for me, is I nominate that. Because I have a good authority that Frampton Comes Alive has moved over 45 million units that they track album, cassettes, and CDs. And uh, uh, he does live in Cincinnati. Um, and he's, he's a really nice guy. That's I, I know him from Bronxville and other people there that own a recording studio. Mm. And uh, Bob Mayo is his name, and he's on the cover. He looks like he's about 12, but in fact, he's about 18. And Cameron Crouch is the liner notes on the album, which was the double album, but it's a single CD. And uh, I just thought that my, not only was it the biggest selling live album ever, at one time, it was the biggest selling rock album ever, until Thriller came along. Okay. Thank you, John. You better rest your voice up, John. Yeah. John, are you okay? Uh, it just, uh, that really cold day. Well, it happened, but, you know, it's minor. You know, I'll get it back eventually. Yeah, feel better. And by the way, Bob Bob Mayo, uh, the keyboard player that John mentioned, passed away in 2004. He was on tour with Frampton in Switzerland when he had a heart attack and died. And uh, Frampton said, Bob was like a brother to me. Wow. Uh, they, they, 
they were great together. They did great work together. Uh, I remember when when he passed uh, that uh, that was devastating for Peter Frampton. Yeah. Uh, he was a big part of Peter Frampton's success as a solo artist, no doubt. I think one of the Righteous Brothers uh, died of a heart attack like when they were out on, on tour, if, if my memory serves. Uh, and it wasn't... Um, not Bill Medley. Bill, not Bill Medley. It was the other one. The Bob, other. It was a Bobby Hatfield? Yeah, Bobby Hatfield. I think Bobby Hatfield had a heart attack when they were out touring and they had to cancel the performance um, because he, you know, they, nobody could find him. And then, you know, unfortunately, they found him in his hotel room and he died of a heart attack. I don't know why I remember that. It's fairly common. And you're right, Dave. He died at the Radisson Hotel in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Wow. He was found by Bill Medley, his righteous what year brother was that, partner. Rick? Uh, 2003. <laughs> yeah, they had uh, a security guard had to go into his room after he failed to show up at the concert. And unfortunately, it's not uncommon for touring musicians. It's a very stressful life. A lot of these guys uh, are, aren't in the in the best of health anyway. Yeah. There, there was a cocaine link to him, yes. though, I think, right? Yes, exactly. That oh. uh, he was a cocaine user. So, yeah, good, you're right not about good for your heart. No, especially uh, for an older man. Just in front of the top of the hour news, 720210, Illegal Pete's was started by two CU alums in Boulder. And Quizno's, the first original location, was on Capitol Hill. I didn't realize Illegal Pete's. Uh, had a couple of CU guys started. And same with uh, Chipotle. The guy who started Chipotle is from CU. Huh. Okay. Qdoba kicks Chipotle's butt. That from the 586. <laughs> okay. Uh, 719331 Dave. My first concert was Peter Frampton at McNichols back in 1976. Opening acts were Hall and Oates and 38 Special. Little trivia: Who played the last show at McNichols Arena? Rick Lewis Project. It was, it was Michael Jackson, wasn't it? No, nope. It was ZZ Top and my band, the Groove Hogs. Played the last so show. You at McNichols. opened for ZZ Top. Yeah, at McNichols. That's yep. pretty cool. Yep, it was a great night. Your little pooter hole tight on that one, I'll bet. I probably I don't remember. Well, that wasn't the but, first uh, time you've opened up for ZZ Top. No, we've opened for ZZ Top a few times, but it, it was cool being at McNichols for it. Any type, any type of arena show. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of juice, Dave. Of course, a lot of juice. Yeah, we love that. Ten fifty-five is the time. News is coming up next. This is KOA News Radio. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're back at 11.08 as we start the final hour of uh, our Thursday show. Dave Logan, Rick Lewis, and Kathy Lee. Hope you're enjoying a good day. Off to a good start. 
Contact number is 303-713-8585. Text line is 56690. Before we move forward, did want to read this text, 303-906. Dave just stated that the Boulder shooter went into the King Supers with an automatic weapon. That is not true. He used a semi-automatic weapon. Two very different things. Still bad, I don't deny. Please report accurate information and terminology. Okay, I stand stand corrected. If, in fact, I said automatic weapon, then I should have said semi-automatic weapon. I didn't notice if you did or not. I, d- I didn't um, notice either, but yeah, evidently might, I did. might have been just a, just a slip, but yeah. Killed 10 people. Pretty sure that's accurate. Yes. What was the significance of uh, of the song, Millennial Grant? Just letting Rick travel down memory lane. <laughs> over oh, for ZZ Top. I got it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Thank you, Grant. Yeah, yeah, just for you, Rick. Like it. I've always been a big fan. Of ZZ Top? Yes, always like ZZ Top. Ever since I heard LaGrange. That's my favorite As a kid, song, I'm too. like, all right. Who are these guys? Yeah, I, I think they're a really good band. Obviously, they've been around for, what, 50 years? And you said they were a cool guy, right? You guys yeah. opened for them. Did you have any interaction with them at all? Uh, yeah, yeah, and they're they're good guys. Uh, Kathy, had, <laughs> Billy Gibbons used to text her. or would, would he text you or talk to you late at night? We would talk and text. He would, yeah. He'd so stay they, up all night. Is he the guy that went off on you in the middle of the night? No, 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 no. no, no, no. He, we would talk about, he's a big, per, he loves eBay. And so he would be on eBay all the time. And he loves fishing. His two favorite things he said were being on eBay and fishing. <laughs> and McDonald's. Okay. All right. So, no, we would have conversations about a bunch of different stuff. He's the nicest guy ever. He's tiny. I, I bet he weighs 120 pounds. His beard is about half as big as his body. And uh, last time we saw him, he asked if we could run out and get him. How many Big Macs? You wanted three Big Macs. Yeah, that's what he wanted to eat for lunch. He weighs 120 pounds? Oh, yeah. He's smaller than Kathy. That's crazy. Yep. But a good dude. I like him. Uh, Total legend in my book. From the 720482 in reference to i'm sure the text that i just read good grief who cares what kind of weapon it was well believe it or not and and you do want to report uh any sort of information especially news and especially in a situation like that accurately so if if in fact i said automatic i should have said semi-automatic but i completely agree with our 720483 texture um thus my comment like he killed 10 people so but again you do want to report uh information accurately so and an automatic weapon is illegal uh i wouldn't even know how to get one i I would imagine maybe you could get them on the black market but you can't walk into a store and buy one and a semi-automatic weapon is not no semi-automatic is uh is very common so what's the definition? I mean, I, I, I'm not saying I don't have guns, but I, I'm not exactly sure. What's the clear-cut definition of a semi-automatic weapon? One that you do not have to manually? I mean, what, what is it? Mm, that's, a, that's a good question. Um, I, I don't know if I could ac- answer that accurately. Um, 
I think a, an automatic weapon, you just pull the trigger and it just keeps firing. Uh, where a semi-auto, you have to pull the trigger for each round. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you have 10 rounds in there, you got to pull the trigger 10 times. If you have an automatic weapon, you pull the trigger once and it just unloads the magazine. Okay. So And you can't buy those. It's illegal. Makes sense. We're going to hop back to the phone lines and Construction Joe joins us with two open lines on KOA News Radio. Good morning, Joe. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Uh, <clears throat> so I want to talk about the mask thing. Um, <clears throat> I was in the gas station, and this guy in front of me was complaining about wearing a mask and blah, blah, blah. So I was a little bit of a jerk, and I pulled my mask down and pretended to sneeze. And I just went, hachoo! And he turned around and looked at me with such disgust that I would sneeze without a mask on. And I was like, oh, sorry, man, I forgot my mask. And I put it back over my face, and he just kind of got his stuff and walked out of the gas station. Which leads me to my my thing about the masks. You can't walk into 7-Eleven and buy donuts without your pants on. Even if the coronavirus goes away and we don't worry about it anymore, but they require us to wear the mask, if you don't want your donuts, don't go into the store. If you want your donuts, put your pants on, put your mask on, and go into the store and get your donuts. Very profound, Joe. Yeah, very profound. (laughs) Thank you, Joe. Uh, yeah, and, and I'm not we're really getting, sure what to do with that. We're getting a lot of verification on the text line about the difference between the semi-auto and the auto. Semi-auto means, yes, one trigger pull, one round. Auto, you just pull the trigger and hold it down. Hmm. And the automatic weapon would be used uh, in combat. You know, that's that's not something that, you know, yeah, a, military, a regular right? citizen can buy. Yeah. Yeah. 303... 303- 648, Dave, reporting accurate information is a thing of the past. Ha ha. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we still try to do it here. So if I said automatic, I should have said semi-automatic. Um, uh, here's a text thing. that says, yeah, I'm go. sorry, that says that I went boot shopping with Billy Gibbons. It was Joe Walsh, not Billy Gibbons that I went boot shopping with. Yeah, let's give out good information. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's, right, Kathy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and along those lines from the 480, I read somewhere that Jimi Hendrix once called Billy Gibbons the greatest guitarist in the world. Mm. I didn't. I, I don't think so. Billy Gibbons, it, this is a, a real quick, f- funny story. Uh, Billy Gibbons had a band, I think it was called Moving Sidewalks. This is before ZZ Top. He's a young guy in Houston, and he had a following. So he was asked to open for Jimi Hendrix. And. Uh, Billy Gibbons said our band only knew a few songs, so we actually had to play two Hendrix songs in our 45-minute set to get through it. And this is opening for Jimi Hendrix, keep in mind. And he said Jimi Hendrix was on the side of the stage looking at us like, really? You guys are going to play a couple right. of my songs? And he said that, that Jimi gave him uh, you know, a, a strange look and said, man, you guys got a lot of nerve but then complimented him on his guitar playing. I don't think he ever said he was the greatest guitar player in the world, as far as I know, but he did like Billy Gibbons enough to ask him to open the show. 
So he he was a fan of his style. That that's sort of and you would know a lot better than I, but that's sort of an unwritten rule, right? If you're going to open for, in this case, the the star of the card, you don't play their stuff, do you? No. I, I, Kathy and I have talked about this before, <laughs> and I've opened for a lot of big bands. If, if say, you're opening for Leonard Skinner and you close your 30-minute set with Sweet Home Alabama, they're going to just turn the power off. I mean, you are done. <laughs> yeah. I, I will tell you this. As I did the first time we played with Night Ranger, I joked around with Jack Blades. And he's like, you know, so what kind of songs does a band play? And I go, oh, well, they're going to close with Sister Christian. <laughs> and he started, he goes, what? I got totally kidding. Totally kidding. Yeah. No, it's a, yeah. oh, you just don't do it. They literally, they somebody would pull the plug on on the power after the first and guitar lick. no one would ever play, pay. And, and you'd never get to open for a big band you'd again. Never play ever again. For sure. From the uh, 303-524, actually, you can own a full automatic weapon. It is called the Class 3 Permit, and Colorado has a Class 3 arms dealer as well. You can, uh, I, I yeah. You need the know. you need the special permit to get it. I would imagine that that permit is very difficult to get. I don't think they're handing those out like candy. Um, but yeah, some people do have them. Um, Ralph in Black Forest doesn't have nice things to say. Yeah, seven one nine three one zero. Your ignorance is appalling. Fully automatic weapons are legal. They're just expensive as hell. Don't take out things you don't don't. You don't know. Don't uh, take or talk things, about. Probably, probably talk, talk about. about. Yeah. You don't know, Ralph in Black Forest. Thank you, Ralph. Thank you, Ralph. You very kind soul. <laughs> Somebody peed in your cornflakes this morning, huh? <laughs> Thank you, Ralph. <laughs> Golly. You could you could say it nicely. Yeah. Say, what, hey. what, what what are you pissed off about, Ralph? Do, do you even know when you got up this morning and brushed both your teeth? Did did you just look in the mirror and say you are one angry dude? I, I'm just asking. Yeah, and, and as I said, I, I don't know how to get one. I wouldn't know. I don't so, either. Yeah. I mean, why, why would it's not we be, my thing. Why, why would, would I we be one? experts right. in, I mean, really, honestly, why would we be experts in automatic weapons? Right. <laughs> Ralph. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, and, and almost most of the, the guns that are out there are semi-automatic. And unless I still, you're I still have a, a, shooting a revolver. revolver and a revolver in a way you could be could be considered semi-automatic because you shoot one round with each trigger pull. But um, no, I a revolver can be a semi-automatic. Well, I in a, it's almost the same theory, right? One trigger pull per round. OK, uh, um, a semi-automatic handgun will fire very quickly. You ever hear you got to pull the trigger each time? A what? Astra. No. I've got an old school um, Astra revolver. I mean, it's like old school, old school. No, you mean the brand? I never heard of it. The brand, yeah, Astra. I think that's what it is. How long have you had it? Uh, like your grandfather uh, gave it to so you or something? I'd love to be able to say that, Yeah, but it would not be accurate. And since we're trying to be accurate on our show in terms of information disseminated, the answer to that question would be no. I bought that, but I bet it's been twenty plus years. Uh, Astra, the six eighty is a short barreled revolver, pre- previously manufactured by Astra of Spain. Okay, yeah. What uh, caliber? Uh, it is. A, it shoots thirty eights. 
but it's a it's a, a 350 357 oh so it's a revolver yeah. okay yeah it's a revolver yep yeah i got a uh, shotgun from my grandfather that he got from his grandfather which wow. is really really cool right a 12 gauge uh double barrel shotgun it's an ithaca brand i don't think they make um, uh, maybe they do but ithaca brand shotgun from Don't Ithaca, put out New bad York. information, Rick. You're going to hear from Ralph. Oh, Ralph again. will hit me up back on that one. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a it's a treasure to have something like that to pass down through the family. And his grandfather was born in 1843. So think about that. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And the first time I went bird hunting, Dave, I brought that gun, and the first bird I shot was with that gun. I almost cried. I swear to so God. the bird. <laughs> I almost cried. Because you killed the bird or because no, the of the thought, the, the gun? thought of, man, this, my, my great-grandfather, this was his gun. Wow. No, it's actually my grandfather's grandfather, so what would that be? My great- Great, great. Great. No, your, your grandfather's grandfather would be your great-great-grandfather. Great-great-grandfather. So your grandfather's your dad's dad and your great-grandfather. Don't tell um, me it was Big Dick. No, his name was uh, Columbus Menard. That's a cool name. Columbus name. Menard Lewis? No, Columbus Menard was oh, oh. my... Great, great grandfather. And, and he gave me this gun that his, like I said, his grandfather gave him when he was a little boy. Or not a little boy, but he was very young. And it got passed down through the family. Wait, so you... And it's not a gun that you would want to use, uh, you know, every time you go out hunting because it's old but it has been worked on wait so it's your grandfather gave it to you and said his grandfather gave it to him no his great-grandfather his grandfather my grandfather's grandfather so that'd be three greats for you because his dad your grandfather's dad would be your great-great and then your yes right there'd be two greats whatever (laughs) i think you get the point um and I'm not sure if they still make Ithaca shotguns or not. I'm sure somebody will text us and let us know. But Ralph just texted back in, it's two greats, you idiots. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm, I made that up. I, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, I, yeah, I'm, just, okay. I'm just kidding. Thank you, Ralph. Uh, Thank you, from Ralph. From the 719, a Class 3 license allows the feds to search your house at any time for any reason. You give up a lot of freedom for the privilege. Didn't mm. know that either. Hmm. I didn't know that either. I've never looked into a class three license. Seven two oh four eight three. Oh yes, I'd like to buy one of those Uzis, please. I'm sure they just hand those out like flapjacks. Uh, and that's right. a, the Uzi is a fully automatic. I don't know, Ralph. Huh. Yeah, Ralph. Yeah, Ralph. Seven two zero three six three. Ralph is Jake's dad, Dave. That's callback from the other day. Yeah, um, yeah Ralph. Ralph, uh, you know, if you're out there why, walking around and he an could angry call huff, us and he could call us enlighten us about us guns. Again. Listen, we're we're going to try to put you in a better mood because obviously you're in a really sort of dark place. I mean, we're going to try to make you laugh a little bit before our show is is done. We'd appreciate if you'd call us because we're, I mean, generally, genu- genuinely, we are a little bit concerned about you. You got up on the wrong side of the bed today. It, it, ha- it happens. It does happen. Uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. But there's medication for that. And, 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 or we can just sort of talk you through things. We have, we don't have counselor license, but doing the show for a long time at, at, from one moment to the other, you sort of have to be counselor-like. 
Very true. Whenever I need counseling, I just call Dave. Yeah, and I call Rick, <laughs> and, then, and then Kathy, in, in that order. 720-323, please thank Ralph for the laughs he created by your responses. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Ralph. Thank you, Ralph. And Jake. we got to yeah. thank Jake, too. Yeah, and we love Jake. Jake and Ralph. Yes. Uh, 1123 is our time. We'll take a short time out. News is coming up in the break. Dave, Rick, and Kathy, good morning on KOA News Radio. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Back to the final segment on Thursday's show. Dave, Rick, and Kathy. Millennial Grant here as well. Significance here, Grant? Paul Carrick. Oh, yeah. 70 years old today. He was the lead singer on this song. Yep. How Long? Yeah. Is that the name of the song, How Long? Yeah. By Ace. Yeah. I like this song. I did too. When are we going back? This is early 80s, maybe? No, early 70s. Early 70s. I missed a decade. <laughs> what was I doing there? So Paul Carrick um, sang with a lot of people. He uh, he's, just, he's got such a great voice, um, but certainly not a household name. He does have a unique voice. Yeah, he? really nice. From the 720402, before we get back to the phone lines, love the show. Funny how everybody becomes an expert when you make a mistake. You all keep it real. Thank you. Thank you. 406-690. I'm pretty sure Ralph is married to Karen. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Uh, Our seven one nine are funny. Seven one nine three five one. Hey Ralph, go. Oh, I can't read that. No. Go go after yourself. I won't say that. Um. And I've I've just I've seen our call screen here, and honestly, we we, we welcome everybody. Ralph has called us. Ralph in Black Forest joins us next on. KOA News Radio. Good morning, Ralph. First of all, how's your morning going? It's going great. I'm in downtown Colorado Springs. I'm going to meet uh, colleagues for lunch. It's going to nice. be. It's great. It's a nice. beautiful day. Nice. So you didn't really roll out of bed on the wrong side of bed. You just had a had a moment. No. Okay. All right. No. Go ahead. No. Go it's ahead. Just, I, I, I'm appalled. I'm appalled that people don't. You know, people talk about laws they don't understand. If you fill out an ATF Form 4 and have, you know, seven to $50,000, you can go to a, a de- Class 3 dealer and buy an automatic weapon. Now, you're talking about when you um, say yeah. talk about laws they don't understand, you're referring to some of our texters? Um, well, you were saying that fully automatic weapons were illegal. They are not illegal in the state of Colorado. No, I was simply reading um, one, you, one, of our, one of our texters. So you oh, took issue. You took okay. issue with the fact that I, when I talked about we we'd cover the press conference today in Boulder about the the you know the guy that walked in and killed ten people, and I I in error referred to him having an automatic weapon instead of a semi-automatic. That's that that I take full ownership of that. But other than that, we were simply reading some of the text. So you oh, okay. 
Yeah, I, I, the text. The, a lot of people don't understand law. It's it's ridiculous. It, uh, people talk about laws, and not just not just weapons, but a lot of laws. People just don't understand, and it's appalling. Um, why why is it appalling? I, I, I think we have to be. Well, I'll I'll let you finish, but I think we have to be less appalled as a country. I, I just think we have to be less righteously indignant about. Gosh, and then just fill in the blank. So go ahead and make your point. Well, I, I'm not indignant. It's just the level of education is, is very poor. I, I don't understand it. I mean, didn't these people take civics or anything like that? Yeah, I, t- I took civics, but I don't, I don't remember uh, being taught that many years ago what, what a certain permit with respect to buying a gun is about. I mean, you might, but I don't. I don't think a lot of our... Our callers or texters do either. Yeah, Ralph, and not everybody has any interest in buying a gun, especially an automatic weapon. You know what I'm saying? So um, give us the info. Well, you know, you just you fill out a, a, BATF, a, B, a Bureau of Alcohol and Tobacco Firearms and Explosives Form 4 and submit it. And they do a background check on you, FBI and then CBI and all that. And I I would just I bought a suppressor. It took four months for the form four to clear, and I got it. It's not a big deal if you've got a clean record. Um, you you can buy these things. I, I don't think anybody talked about a suppressor though on our show, did they? No, no, they haven't. But that's oh. just an example. A fully okay. automatic weapon would be the same form four. So with a short barrel shotgun, a short barrel rifle. Um, Destructive devices like grenade launchers are a whole different deal that I don't really know a lot about because I just don't deal in them. But flamethrowers? You know, I'm appalled that you don't know that, Ralph. I'm appalled that you don't know that because you don't deal in it. Yeah, here you are. Which is my my point about (laughs) what other people might be going through. Well, I've got 3,500 pages of regulations to go look at to get my FFL and my uh, special occupational tax so I can make these things myself so I don't have to pay those prices. Which right. means I can make fully automatic weapons, uh, short barrel shotguns, all that stuff. And Biden's executive orders are useless. He, they're not enforceable. He can't make laws. Uh, um, it's just like <clears throat> uh, Polis's mass mandates. He can't make laws. I mean, all these signs around the state that say, oh, master the law. No, they're not. So it's, let me let me let me from the governor. Uh, and we're, we're glad you called in. And we did have a texter from the 303-709 that just texted. Ralph actually had the cajones to call in, question mark. So we're glad you did. Let, let me just ask you one question, kind of a personal question. Why would you buy a suppressor? What what would you need one of those for? So I could use my 22 without hurting my ears when I hunt rabbits. Okay. Okay. I mean, you know, it's for the children. I don't want my daughter to have to wear hearing protection all the time. Somebody's at your door. Do you know who that might be? Uh, no, but I'll go answer it. I'm in, I'm in my office for the first time since last year. It could, be the, it could be the FBI, Ralph. You might yeah. want to answer the door. Yeah. Well, they're in, they're actually in the same building, so 
There, Ralph. There, are, there are a different floor of this building. The FBI <laughs> yeah. and the Secret Service. Okay. Uh-huh. And we appreciate you calling in. Have a good rest of your day. All right. All right. Thank you, Ralph. <laughs> okay. That's funny. His um, doorbell rings. Listen, if it, and I, I was dead serious when I when I stated I think we as a country, generally speaking, have to be less appalled about a variety of things. We have to be less righteously indignant. I mean, stop and think about that. His point was he's appalled that more people will call and talk about things that they really don't have, you know, a, a depth of knowledge that he has. I mean, he's a gun enthusiast for sure. I, you know, what if I use that particular line of thinking with respect to people who call up about mm, football? Have you listened to you know this show over 31 years? And we're not a sports show, but we do because we, we do the Bronco games. We do talk occasionally about football. Have you ever heard? Now, some, there are some people who are really knowledgeable. But you have some people who have watched football for, I would bet, their entire lifetime that call up and say things that you, your head is going to blow up. I mean, make no sense. You don't get righteously indignant or I'm appalled at your lack of knowledge. I mean, that's just silly. That's a good point. I'm glad you made it. And I think he, I think he got it. Yeah, I think he did too. Because he faked that the doorbell rang and he was trying he to get off the phone. The doorbell. Rang. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that was actually his phone, the doorbell app on his phone that he pushed. And, oh, true. Right. Oops, right. I got to get the door. Oh, it was the, uh, it was his text from the seven two zero two nine from the seven two zero two nine nine. That was Jake at the door. <laughs> 303-884-GUNS or Ralph's Porn. <laughs> 719. We got a lot of people weighing in on Ralph. Yeah, 719-580. I, I think the ATF is at his door. We well, said they're yeah, in the same building. Right. Huh. Uh, From, 720. Yeah, I think he's appalled that people think all guns are one and the same. Uh, AR-15 is considered an automatic all the time. And that I think that's a valid point. Yeah. And another valid point, 970380. I think Ralph is more upset that people ignorant of the current laws and regulations vote for more when they don't understand what already exists. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. 303570, love your show. Thanks for the comment on appalled. Same for outraged and offended. Yeah, I mean, honestly, we, we get so easily offended. I mean, we, I, I, I want to, I, I'm now starting to chuckle and I got to make sure that I that I don't do it for uh, for real outrage or real appalled because th- those situations exist. But in a lot of cases, what we see today, you get somebody, and again, I get back to the politician, stand up in front of the you know the microphone and say, "I'm outraged." Or I'm shut the hell up. That's what I want to say. You're not outraged about anything. This is your political narrative that you're trying to persuade us to buy into how important it is for you. And again, in some cases, there is reason to be outraged and appalled and righteously indignant. But in a lot of these cases, it's like, please, take that somewhere else and peddle it to somebody who agrees with you. I don't know. Just me. Amen to that. 720-552. Silencers for a 22? Question mark. Really? Question mark. See, I don't know enough about the gun. Rick, I don't, I've never had it. Well, my mom had a 22, but to my knowledge, she didn't have a silencer. 
I don't find them very loud myself, but I guess if you were going to be shooting all day, it would be uh, that might be you know a different story. Who shoots their twenty two all day? Well, people that you know they oh, the range, yeah, right? yeah they go out in the field. You know, say you live out in the country and you're just out, yeah, plinking. You know, they call it where you're just out, you know, shooting cans and this and that and or whatever. If yep. you were going to fire a lot of rounds through it uh, in a short amount of time, I would. I, I guess I get that. But you could also wear some sort of hearing protection as well. Sure. Wouldn't you either way? Not yeah, if they had the a sil- if you had a silencer on it, you wouldn't. Mm. From the uh, three hundred three four seven eight, I like Ralph. He's real. Okay, that's from who's that from? Mrs. Ralph. Seven two zero. Not just kidding about that. Seven two zero nine three six. I'm appalled. Chick fil A doesn't serve beef. I mean that's sort of that sort of illustrates my point. Seven two zero four eight three. Hey Dave, would you be opposed if I asked you why the quarterback did not put the football in the basket? Um. I don't know if I'd be opposed, but I would not be appalled. I'd worry a little bit about you, but I would not, you know, I would not, uh, I just, we, we just wouldn't take your call anymore. I like that term, righteously indignant. Yeah. That's a Haven't good. Haven't we become righteously indignant? Yeah, yeah. I am just so outraged, appalled. I mean, just with what's go- we, we, You know, now everything causes that sort of reaction from some people. I mean, there's some things we just, again, don't email me about, oh, Dave said, no, I didn't say that. There are some things that certainly call for that kind of emotion. There's things going on in our country that none of us really like. But I'm just saying some of this stuff, we become so outraged or appalled or, I mean, please. Uh, Man, look at these texts. We've, we've definitely uh, hit a couple chords today on the show. Uh, we've struck a few nerves on the show today with uh, listeners, first starting with the, the mask and the, and the COVID thing, and now this topic here. Uh, full lines as well, and we're just about out of time. Oh, wow. We'll get to the lines. Uh, this from the 303-619. Rick, suppressor is different than a silencer. People watch too many Bond movies. Did we say it was the same thing? I don't know. I've never owned one. I've I've been with people that have had uh, a suppressor and used it. Was it quiet? Yeah, yeah, real quiet. Hmm. Let's go next to Dan on KOA News Radio as we wrap up our Thursday show. Good morning, Dan. Hey guys, love your show. Thank you. Hey, I was just going to add a little color, you know, to the that Class Three permit. You know, I I have a relative that that does have a Class Three permit, and like a couple of your text uh, people have said before, you know, it's it's a little bit hard to acquire, uh, you know, with a super thorough background check. But you know, it is doable, and it's for, it's mainly for collectors. You know, there's certain guys that, you know, uh, my relative has a a Thompson A1 Tommy gun. If, you know, if you know what that is, you know, back from the, the roaring 20s and 30s, you know, where the, the the FBI used to carry those guns. And, you know, those are full. Most of those Thompson A1 uh, of that vintage, uh, you know, are automatic. And so it, it is it is doable. It's a little pricey, you know, if you do want to. And you do have to give access, uh, like you mentioned previously, from 
someone who uh, texted in, you know, you have to give pretty much full access to the FBI and the ATF, um, you know, and and if you move, you have to update all your information and submit a lot of paperwork, et cetera. But, yeah, but uh, love your show. Hmm. Uh, no Ralph Thank- here. I always enjoy you guys. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Thank Appreciate you, Dan. That. Appreciate that. Well, we think Ralph is now, we think Ralph's still a fan. I think we? he came around. Yeah. Yeah. I like this text from the 720256, my bike, and I assume that means motorcycle, is louder than a 22. And I I believe that. I've heard a lot of motorcycles louder than a 22. Let's, uh, we'll finish up the show with Lee next on KOA News Radio. Good morning, Lee. Good morning. Hey, uh, one of the things that people forget is that you guys aren't experts. This is just a talk show. Um, you guys are super knowledgeable about rock and roll music and sports, but other subjects you're not. And one of the things that you guys need to remember is that people who are gun enthusiasts, sporting arms people, right now we're under a huge attack because our way of life is being jeopardized because there's people who go out and misuse a firearm in an offensive, deadly way that that you know causes grief for us people who followed the law. So, to put it in a perspective, if the sport that you guys love is football, I know you guys love it. If the sport of football caused deaths in the public, just like what happened in um, you know in uh, Boulder, and they wanted to start taking the rights away from you guys to play football, to watch football, to even, you know, have football. It, it would be hard on you. Um, so do, do, do you, do you feel like, do you happen. feel like, let, let me ask you one thing as we wrap things up, Lee. Do, I mean, do, you, do you feel like when you say to even have football, so you equate that, you're, you're saying that you believe that there is an intent to take all firearms away? Sooner or later, that's what they want, yes. Because they, the, the problem is is they won't face the fact that it is not the firearm. It's, what, it's what's in their hearts and their minds of these people, not in their hands. And until they, it's addressed what is really going on in our society with mental illness, with people who are just evil, who commit these things, Loving, kind, honorable people like you, you guys and Kathy, you, you don't commit crimes like that. I don't commit crimes like that. It's the it's the crime, not the tool that's used it. You can they could have easily ran into Boulder that day with a butcher knife or a baseball bat and taken out just as many people. It's it that's what needs to be addressed. But what I wanted to emphasize is that people who are responsible gun owners. It's part of their heritage. We're under huge attack, and, and unfortunately, we come off feeling offensive. And we don't mean to be, but we're scared for our way of life. Lee, thanks for the call. We uh, we appreciate that. I, I I will. My closing comment to that is: I'm I'm a gun owner. I I don't I, I don't I don't feel at least as of right now that it's that it's a sure thing that they're going to try to come take my gun. I don't know. Could be wrong on that. And if it gets to that point, I'll maybe I'll change my point of view. That is going to do it for our show. We thank you very much for being with us. Hope you've enjoyed the show today. 
Thanks a lot to Millennial Grant, doing a great job as usual. For Rick Lewis and Kathy Lee, I'm Dave Logan. Stay tuned. News is coming up next. We're back tomorrow morning to wrap up the week. Hope you're going to join us then on KOA News Radio. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.